right now is the time to be creating a ton of content and engaging with your audience more than ever before. And I submit to you that live video is the best way to do that. I'm gonna give you three reasons why today and break down the best way to structure your live video. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 52 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Thanks for hanging out with me. I hope quarantine is treating you well, wherever you are, whatever stage of lockdown you are in. Uh, We are in the middle of a crazy situation globally, and obviously some countries further ahead than others. But the conversation we've been having these last few weeks is that now is the time to build your online business. We are heading into a recession. Some countries are already technically there, and it is the time to start building your future. If you haven't already, and if you already have an online business, now's the time to double down. Now's the time to build your audience like never before and really advance your brand. And so today we're gonna talk about how live video can grow your brand grow your reach, build your audience probably the fastest, uh, and it's better than it's ever been before. And I want to share with you three reasons why I really believe that live video is going to be a critical component to what you do, if not the only thing you do. And then I want to share with you how best to set up your life, not the technical side of things as much as like what camera and all that kind of stuff. I'll share with you the basic setup in a minute, but more of like, what do you do when you go live? You can Google like, what what do you need to stream your stuff? There's plenty of people smarter than me that can give you the technical stuff if you want to go crazy and look amazing. But what matters is what do you do when you go live? So we'll talk about that. But before we do, if you've just been stumbling across my stuff or if you just haven't listened to anything I've been saying the last few weeks, but you need to make money now, or you're like, Graham, I'm serious now. I'm ready to start my online business. I tried to put together something that would help you during this crazy season. I put together my fastest, most relevant strategy to make money quickly, and I put it all in my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. What is that? It is a simple four-week checklist. It's literally bullets, my friend. It's like, do this, then do this, then do that. It is a checklist, a four-week checklist to go from having no audience and no online business to making your first bit of money 30 days from now. This will be the foundation for your online business that will grow from there. But if you need to make money quick, this is the way to do it. It's absolutely free. I've packaged a lot of this material together. I've taught it in different places, but I try to put it all together in one simple PDF for you. uh, And I want you to have it and use it if you need to make money quick. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. If you're watching on YouTube, the link is below, but grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. It is a free, simple checklist. And ironically, though not ironically, a big part of what you're going to be doing if you follow that guide is live video. So it's super relevant to what we're talking about today. So hopefully this material will all go together. So you can grab it again at grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. So let's talk about live video because live video has really blossomed in the last three years. 
Uh, and I remember even a couple years ago, I think Facebook ran a Super Bowl ad featuring Facebook Live. And that was the first, at the time, Facebook TV commercial I think I had ever seen, which shows, and on a Super Bowl, they're spending tens of millions of dollars to really advertise uh, on that evening. I could sense this is important for Facebook. Um, and I think Facebook Live is a huge, huge component of what that platform uh, values. It's also huge on YouTube. YouTube Live is a fantastic platform. We'll talk about that. And then Instagram, you can go live in the stories. And those have been really highlighted as well. It makes sense. Instagram is owned by Facebook, so it's really the same company. So when I say go live video, I'm thinking Facebook Live, Instagram Live, or YouTube Live. The best of those three, in my opinion, is YouTube Live because it's the only one of the three that when you go live, the video sticks around forever, which it does on Facebook also, but is searchable and uh, is more likely to be found after the fact. YouTube just becomes, it becomes another YouTube video. It becomes another evergreen piece of content. But any one of these is better than nothing. Any one of these can work any one of these will elevate your brand quickly. So let's break it down. The reason number one that I think live video is gonna be critical for you anytime moving forward, but especially right now, is that it is the fastest and easiest type of content to make. Okay, so I'm in the business of making content every single week. I run two brands. I do content for both brands. I teach people how to do this. When I talk to my students, I think the number one thing I hear is, Graham, content's just taking forever. It's slow. I'm not good at it. I don't know how to edit my videos. I don't know how to make my podcast professional. I'm overwhelmed by the technical side of things. This is where live video comes in. Ironically, live video is way easier than any other kind of video. One of the reasons why is that because it's live, people's expectations of quality are lower. Granted, you can do live video and look great for very cheap and very easy and a lot of times free, but still because it's live, it immediately changes the expectation. So it lowers the bar for you, so it makes it a lot easier to get in if you don't feel like you're professional enough. It also means you don't have to edit anything because guess what, you can't edit it, it's live. I hear this from so many of my students. My students who feel like they stop and start, stop and start when they're doing a, a video that they're gonna edit and upload to YouTube later, let's say, and they're like, Graham, it takes me three hours to do a 10 minute video because I stutter over my words, I stop and start, uh, and then I have to edit it all together. Ironically, those same people, when they do live video, they have no problem at all. Why is that? My hypothesis is that because it's live, they know they can't edit it. They know they can't go back. So if they stumble over their words, they don't care. They just move on. It almost removes pressure. You would think live video would create more pressure because, oh my gosh, it's live. I can't edit out if I say something stupid but it actually does the opposite for most people. It just, you're on, you're just chatting. It feels like Skyping with a friend. It feels like being on a Zoom call with a friend. The expectation is lower. It's a lot more casual where I think if you're filming a video, like I'm talking to a camera right now, filming a video, you think it has to be so professional because in the end, you're comparing it to other videos that really are professional. They edited out all their screw-ups. They said exactly what they wanted to say. They made the video look exactly the way they wanted it to look. They added all these cool overlays and B-roll that they cut in and all this great footage and cool music. So there is this 
expectation of, man, my video's gotta be that good, where when you go live, there's really no way to do that, and it's just a more casual environment. So I think it's gonna be easier for you to do live video more than anything, and it's also technically and pragmatically the fastest way to get content out there. So for example, the other day, I was sitting around, it was a Monday morning, and I was really burdened by a lot of my students, uh, their emails, their, in my community, things they were saying, People were scared, people were depressed about everything with COVID-19, about their business, um, and they didn't know what to do. And I was thinking about content I could make, and I was like, I don't wanna wait to film another podcast. I don't wanna wait to, to get another video uploaded and shot and my lighting. I just wanna help people now. And I was literally having lunch. I was, you know, I was at home in my home office that day, and I came out for lunch and hanging out with my wife and girls. They were breaking from school, and I'm having my lunch, and I'm telling this to my wife, and I remember just thinking out loud. I was like, babe, I'm just going to go in and go live. I'm going to go live in an hour. So I just emailed my list and said, hey, I'm going live. Here's the link. I'll explain how to do that in a second. I'm going live in an hour. This is what I'm going to talk about. Come join me. And I just prepared a little bit of notes, and I'll explain how to do that in a minute. And within an hour... I just went live on my computer, on my webcam, and just shared from my heart what I wanted to teach then and there. And there were hundreds of people that were there live, and then thousands after the fact. I I helped a ton of people, got a ton of feedback, and better yet, I grew my email list by a couple hundred people that day, I think, just by sharing my lead magnet, which we'll talk about in a second. There was just no friction between idea desire to want to share something or help my people, and then literally doing it and adding value. And I didn't get any feedback that was like, oh, this was not as good video quality, or it was a little more casual. It was, thank you for helping me. I was struggling today. I needed this today. And I'm thinking, gosh, I'm so glad I went live today. didn't wait a week or two weeks to film it and get it up there in my content schedule. Not that I'm breaking from a content schedule, but I just added it into the mix. And if you already have a content schedule, this is one of the things you can do is add live video into the mix. It is the fastest way to create content. And the way you do it is with your laptop or your phone. So if you have a laptop with a webcam, you can just go live on Facebook. You can go live on YouTube right then and there. You don't need anything else. You don't even need a microphone. You can literally sit in front of your laptop and go live. If you don't have your laptop, you can do it on your phone. You can do YouTube live on your phone. You can do Facebook live on your phone. You can do Instagram stories live on your phone. And I've done all three and it's fast, it's easy. Sometimes I'll be having lunch here at the office and I'll just go live on Instagram. Well, I did when I wasn't taking a year off of social media, but I would just go live on Instagram during my lunch break. I'd set up the camera or my phone, hit live, no warning, no clue, and it would just alert some of my followers and I would share something, interact with people, answer questions, and I would pitch my lead magnet and grow my list that way. There's no friction. So if you've been stuck, oh, content seems so hard, I don't have a good camera, I don't have a good microphone, just do live. Just go live on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or all the above. It is easy, it is fast. It's the fastest way to get stuff out there. Number two reason why you need to be doing live video and why it's gonna grow your brand fast is that live video creates an instant feedback loop, right? Instead of you filming something, like let's take this podcast for example. I'm recording this podcast, I film my podcast also so it's on YouTube. Uh, I'm recording it, filming it, I will upload it at some point in the future. I tend to batch this content. It'll go up at some point when it's up. I mean, it's up now. You're listening to it and watching it. Uh, when it's up, then if you're on YouTube, you can leave a comment. 
If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can leave a review or you can email me. But there's not a lot of instant feedback. In fact, there's no instant feedback. I only get feedback until it's uploaded or when it's uploaded. With live video, you get feedback in the moment, in real time. Even if there's only one person watching and they say, man, this is great, whoa. Now you instantly know that what you were literally saying right then and there is connecting with someone. When you get to the end of a live and you're doing some Q&A, which we'll talk about in a second, even if you get two or three responses, you can find out if what you said connected. You can find out if there was a hole in what you were sharing or teaching. If there's follow-up questions that you never thought of and you can instantly engage with those follow-up questions or write them down or take note of them for later, but you get instant feedback. This is called engagement, right? When you engage with your audience. And this kind of feedback creates a loop. That's why I call it a feedback loop because you put out something, you get some feedback from your audience, and it gives you an idea or multiple ideas usually for what to create next. When you say something and people are like, oh, that's great. I would love to know more about X, Y, and Z. They are literally filling your Google Doc of content ideas. They are literally telling you what to make next on your next live, on your next podcast, on whatever kind of content platform you you have. They are telling you what they want. And when you give people what they want, it generally goes over well. So creating an opportunity for feedback only helps you create more opportunities for more feedback and more content. And the more content you make, the more opportunity you have for discoverability, for connection, for establishing your credibility and authority, for pitching your lead magnet, for growing your email list, which puts people in your email funnel, which hopefully you have set up if you have any kind of digital product and it automatically pitches your product. That's how you make money. What's been interesting um, in this real life example, March was a crazy month when, at least in America, so much of the seriousness of this virus, this pandemic was hitting and, and, and all of a sudden people were like, oh my gosh, this is the real deal. Stay at home orders were starting to come into effect. People were, you know, panic buying. Uh, there was a lot of freak out and then a lot of people were starting to be furloughed. There, the first part of March was a really scary time in America and people were like, what is happening? And for both of my online businesses, I saw sales go down. I saw, you know, people just sort of holding on and just sitting on the fences. Uh, and then what's interesting is I started to double down on content. I started to shoot more videos, go live more. Um, I went live on my channel by myself. I've gone live with my wife on my channel. I said, hey, let's combine both of our audiences, go live on a Sunday night together, invite both people in. Uh, just adding more content, shooting some specific videos on the topic, going deep and and diving and doubling down, I'm trying to say, during this time, all of a sudden, email opt-ins are through the roof, traffic is through the roof, sales are through the roof because more people are going through my funnel. And even during the middle of a global pandemic, I'm able to grow the brand. Nothing crazy, no crazy launches. I've had some launches and they've done well too, but I'm just right now speaking to the money coming from the funnel, coming from new people joining the list, it's just the same funnel I've had in place. There's just more people going through it because more people are on the internet right now and the more people are consuming content. So this is the opportunity you have when you go live to get some instant feedback, to have a catalog of, oh, people want to know about this, 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 and this. Now I know what to go live on 
all next week or in the next couple of weeks. It gives you instant feedback and content ideas. And finally, the third reason and the third way live video can grow your brand fast is that live video is, I think, unless something has changed today, still the most algorithm-friendly for all three of those platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. These platforms have gone all in on live video. They love live video. Um, They want to keep people's attention, and live video is more interactive. It gets longer a lot of times than normal uploads and YouTube and a lot of algorithms favor watch time and how many minutes people are on the platform and watching and engaging with your content. So my point being, if you want to show up higher in YouTube search results, if you want your organic reach to be higher on Facebook and Instagram, then go live. Live video is their type of content of choice on these platforms right now, and they have been for a couple of years. So you can be discovered more if you go live as opposed to uploading a pre-recorded video or a written post or an image post, right? Live video crushes. So it is algorithm friendly. And again, this is all subject to change. Algorithms change left and right, but it has been true for the last couple of years and it really works. When you go live on Instagram, for example, Instagram as a platform cues the algorithm and says, this is a live video. Let's, let's show this to more of his or her followers than a regular story. And it gets a higher attention of the top of Instagram, right? It says, Graham is live right now. And, and people are interested in that. They wanna know what is so-and-so saying right now. Same thing with Facebook. You you show up higher in your organic reach, so you reach more of your people. So let's say like on Facebook, I have 100,000 followers on the recording revolution, but typical organic reach is like, like 10%, 11% if I'm lucky. So that means like, uh, you know, 10,000 or 9,000 or 3,000 or 4,000 people are seeing anything I post because organic reach is pathetic. They want you to pay to boost your posts. But if I go live on the platform, my organic reach will be much, much higher. So more people even just see that I exist, which reminds them that I exist, puts me top of mind and gives me an opportunity to offer them my lead magnet, grow my email list. And that puts people in the funnel that leads to sales. Same thing on YouTube. YouTube loves to promote YouTube live. And again, it's just a great platform with good chat built in. You'll show up higher in search results. And then it becomes a a, a recording, like the replay exists. Instagram, the replay goes away right after 24 hours. But Facebook and YouTube, your your live video becomes a, a recording that they can replay and watch back again and again. So it doesn't go away. It's a good use of your time to be on Facebook and or YouTube. And it's still searchable, especially on YouTube. Okay, so the three ways that live helps you is it's the fastest, easiest way to create content. It removes friction. You can get content out there quicker, right? Two, it's an instant feedback loop for you. So it helps you know exactly what to make next content-wise and what your people are thinking and feeling in real time. And three, it's algorithm-friendly, which is good for your discoverability and for your reach online. Now, okay, what a lot of the questions I get is like, how should you structure your lives? Um, first, let's talk about gear real quick. That's not going to be this video. There's better um, places to go for that. If you want to know a lot about cameras and going live, um, just get on YouTube and look up Think Media. Um, Sean Cannell or Sean Connell is a great guy on YouTube. He's a good person. I met him um, and he's just a, a, a guru on all things video, all things gear, the technical side of things. So he's got a lot of good content out uh, on like, if you want to stream with a high quality DSLR, 
uh, different kinds of microphones, things like that. But let me just say, and again, I'm a technical guy. I have a bunch of audio equipment and stuff at my home studio because I'm a musician and a, a music producer, but I still don't care about gear. I, I, I like what's going to be fast and easy. I want what is going to be fast and easy. Um, for example, even a bunch of my um, podcast buddies, they all have really expensive microphones. They're going through nice microphone preamps and nice recording software. And they're like, Graham, what are you using? You're an audio guy. What are you going to use for your podcast? This was a year ago when I started the podcast. I said, I'm going to get a uh, simple USB microphone, and I'm going to plug it in straight into my laptop and use GarageBand because it's free. And I'm doing it because it's literally the simplest setup I could think of. And I just want something that's going to reduce friction and just make my life easy. I don't want to bring a bunch of my gear here to the office. I don't even want to do it at my home studio with a bunch of gear and edit it all up. I just want fast and easy. And that's what I think you want with live. So at its simplest, like I said, you can get your laptop and just use the webcam built in if you have one and the built-in microphone, especially MacBooks, MacBook Pros, just have really good sounding microphones and the webcams are really good if you have good light. So if you have a window in your home office or bedroom, face the window. You'll get light directly on your face and these little webcam cameras look their best with a lot of light. So don't do it in a dark room. If you have a dark room and that's the only room you have, you may wanna buy some kind of pop-up light. Anything that gives you a cool, ultra-white light, not a warm, orangish light, but a white light, right? Anything that gives you an LED, sort of you know, simple, it can be a ring light or it can be an LED, um, just square rectangle light. You can get these on Amazon for real cheap and just get it to shine some natural, cool white light on your face while you go live. Uh, Believe it or not, your iPhone, if you're an iPhone user, your camera on that is better than what's in your your laptop. These these cameras, even the front-facing selfie cams, are incredible. Um, They've just put a lot of money into the camera because that's how people use these tools, obviously. And so I feel like these cameras just look amazing. Um, You can get a simple uh, sort of grip that holds your phone. Another company that I love is IK Multimedia. They make a lot of audio equipment for musicians, but they have a ton of sort of podcast equipment, live video equipment, and they have a whole setup. It's like a little mini desktop stand that has a clip that holds your phone and a ring light of one of those white fluorescent lights that goes around your phone. So it's all in one little setup. I, I wanna say it's under a hundred bucks. You set it up, you clip in your phone, it's got the light and you just go live. You just look into your phone and go live. Um, I will say, if you want, two things. One, if you can plug in like um, a better microphone, a USB microphone, if you have a laptop, that can make your audio quality better. Uh, You can even plug in your ear pods um, into your your Mac if you want. It has a little microphone that dangles right by your face. That'll be a little bit better audio quality because it's closer to your mouth. There'll be less of an echo or reverberation. or even your phone, you can get those same, uh, you get lapel mic or you can get those little ear pods um, and have it plug into your phone or just use the AirPods Bluetooth. Sometimes that audio quality is hit or miss. For some reason, the Bluetooth signal can sometimes not be that great. But I will say what's more important than any of that, and this is one of the simplest things, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make when they, they're doing video, especially when they see themselves on the phone or see themselves on the laptop is they look at themselves in the screen instead of looking at the lens. Do your best to avoid doing that, especially if you're going landscape on your phone. The camera is gonna be on one side of your phone, so 
if you're looking at the screen, your eyes are gonna look like they're off center. And what that means is that when people are watching you go live or watching the replay, they think you're not even looking at them. They think you're looking off the distance at something because you are. You're looking at yourself like a weirdo. <laughs> but I'm not trying to make fun of you. Most people do that. I used to do that. It's natural to want to look at yourself, but don't. Never look at yourself. If you have if you have it on your laptop, the only thing you want to look on your screen is the chat, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But when you're talking to your people, look directly at the lens, even though it's awkward. I mean, I'm looking directly at the lens right now. To the right of the lens is a screen that shows me in frame, but I don't want to look at that because even far away, you might get the sense that I'm not looking at you because guess what? I'm not. If I look directly at the lens and I'm looking at you, and when I'm looking at you, I have a deeper connection because my eye is locking in with your eye. So it's more powerful if you look at the lens. Okay, it's the only technical stuff I want to share about that. Again, there's more stuff on Think Media, on YouTube, Sean Connell, Sean Cannell, his, his YouTube channel as well. He's got a lot of great stuff on um, the technical side of going live. But at its simplest, you just need your laptop or your phone, and there's buttons that literally say go live. You don't need to stream a camera. You don't need any kind of additional third-party platform like StreamYard or anything like that. You can just go live on your phone or go live on your computer. You don't need to overthink this. Just get out there and go live. Now, let me give you six steps to structure your lives that will really help both you know what the heck to do when you go live and help your live videos be more effective and not overly awkward, which many live videos are. Okay, number one is pick a time that you're gonna go live ahead of time, even if it's just later that day and promote it. Okay, if you want people to show up live, more than likely, you need to just let them know. So like my example I said a couple of weeks ago, I just emailed my list. If you have a list, email them before you go live. I did it an hour in advance, which is not a whole lot of time, but I still got people to show up live. All you need to do is schedule it on Facebook or schedule it on YouTube. Um, if you have a specific link, that way you can link directly to where the live is gonna be. If it's on Instagram, there's no link to schedule, but you just tell them when you're going live and that you're going live on Instagram, so they'll at least be on the platform then, and tell them what you're gonna cover. Hey, today at 2 p.m. Eastern, I'm gonna go live and share with you the three reasons why live video is the best way to grow your brand right now. Tune in and watch it, it's gonna be awesome, okay? So you just tell them where, what it's gonna be about, and when. Where, what, and when. Get the word out, email your list if you have a list, Blast it on social media if you're gonna do it on platforms. So if you're on Facebook, say, hey, later on today or tomorrow night at 9 p.m. here on Facebook on my channel or in my Facebook group, I'm gonna go live. On Instagram, share a little Insta stories or share a little Insta picture of what's happening, when it's happening, where it's happening, okay? So let people know ahead of time and promote it. It'll just help people get excited and more people will be more likely to show up. Number two is have a topic picked out and have three main talking points. This is so simple. So if let's let's say you were going to do like what I talked about last week, I, I, my topic was that recessions create millionaires. And so the main talking points were going to be um, why this is the case. It actually there's gonna be like an intro. And in the intro, I wanted to like share some stats on some of the biggest, most profitable companies um, that were all started during economic hardships and recessions dating back over 120, 130 years ago. And so that was sort of like an introduction. But then I had my three main points, which was build your audience now like crazy, invest in stocks 
now because the stock market is on sale and invest in real estate in the coming months as real estate will become on sale or refinance because interest rates are their lowest. These three things will help you become wealthy over time because you are taking advantage of when everything is down. This is the best time to invest in those three areas. And so those are my three main talking points. For you, if you know your main topic, you know the main point, if you come to this live, you're going to learn X. We're going to talk about X. That's the main topic, but then have three main talking points. Even if it's not a step-by-step -step list of three ways to do this or three reasons to do this or the three myths about this, you don't have to have that in the title necessarily, but have three main talking points. Why three? Something about the number three in human nature. It's it's a beginning, middle, and end. It's easy to remember. When you go past three, it becomes a little bit harder to remember what it was, and it just kind of flows nicely. Do this, do this, and then do this. This, this, and this. Three works well. It works well in sales copy. It works well in Baptist sermons. It works well in live video. So have three main talking points. So literally, just write down the, the topic for yourself on a, on a note. Write down the three bullet points. And if there's any sub points within those, things to just jog your memory of what you mean when you're going to explain that bullet point, then put them in parentheses, you know? Uh, and if you want to have any kind of data or any kind of study or any kind of a funny quote or any kind of whatever that you want to pull in in the intro or the outro, you can add those notes there. But at the very least, all you need is a topic and three bullet points. Then what do you do when you actually go live? Okay, your camera looks good. Your audio is working. When you go live, here's the thing. You want to always keep in mind that more people than not are going to watch this after it's over. They're going to watch the replay as opposed to the live broadcast. Why is that important? Well, it changes the way you interact because you need to be thinking about people who watch the broadcast and not just the people live. So you can't speak in a way that only makes sense for people watching live. You have to also speak and structure your, your live in a way that makes people just catching the replay after the fact, which most people statistically will, especially if it rises high in the ranks and gets shown to more and more people. They'll see it later that day. They'll see it tomorrow. They'll see it later in the week. So what you don't want to do is go live and just sort of like, hey guys, yeah, it's just going to wait a few more minutes for people to join. I've just got my coffee here. You, you don't want to just waste time. The only exception is on YouTube, you can trim it up after the fact. Uh, and if you can do that on Facebook, let me know. I don't know if you can do that on Facebook. Leave a comment, let me know. But on YouTube, after the fact, you can trim off the beginning and it'll reprocess the video later. But still... For immediate playback, what you want to do is just treat it like it's a real video. So you don't want to just waste time and goof off. You kind of want to get into it. So what you want to do, and I don't mind, you know, 30 to 60 seconds of you letting people join, but say, hey, friend, Graham here. We're so excited that you're here live in this video. I'm going to be talking about X, Y, and Z. It's going to be amazing. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you're joining. I want to give people just a second to join, but I'm going to be diving in and talking about X, Y, and Z. So you tell them a couple times what you're going to be talking about. And then what you want to do while people are joining still is immediately offer your lead magnet. Your lead magnet is that free guide, the free PDF, the free checklist, that free video, whatever it is that's amazing, that's a no-brainer, that they have to have it, and it's free content that you give in exchange for their email address to get them onto your email list, right? This is a huge part of how this business works. And so you want to promote that at the very beginning. 
and tell them why it's amazing, how it's gonna help them, and that you've linked to it in the description below, which you should have. So when you get up, set it up on YouTube or on Facebook at least, because you can't do this on Instagram, type the sub, the topic, then type a description, and then below that description say, hey, download my free guide and link to it all before you go live, so that when you go live and you say, hey, we're gonna be talking about X, Y, and Z today, by the way, if you've ever wanted to start your business and you need to make money now, I've got an amazing guide called my 30-day online income jumpstart. You can download it below. The link is there in the description. And if you download it and pay attention and do what it says, you will go from no audience to making money in 30 days. You're pitching the lead magnet while they're fresh, while they're at the beginning. Statistically, people drop off if you're lucky, halfway through your video. So catch them at the beginning, mention the lead magnet, you'll get people to opt into your email list. And that's the whole point of this content anyway. The whole point of your content is to get people on your email list because that's where you can sell them product and that's where you can interact with them and build your business, right? So if you can get them on your email list, it almost doesn't matter if they don't watch you live. So you welcome them, you tell them what you're gonna talk about, you pitch your lead magnet at the beginning. Once you've done that and you've killed about 30 seconds and people are starting to join, do not waste any time. This is step four. You begin teaching right away, even if nobody is there live. You have to think about the replay. People who catch the replay are not gonna wanna sit through your, your jibber-jabber, you're stumbling over your words, you're just killing time, you're, hey, where's everyone tuning in from? This is not a live webinar. This is a piece of content and you wanna get into the meat. So maybe you've gone 30 seconds welcoming people, telling them what you're gonna talk about, pointing them to the lead magnet. Now it's time to just get into it. And you say, all right, let's dive in. All you need to do is share the three bullet points and go for 10 to 15 minutes. So it can be three to four minutes per bullet, or it can be five minutes per bullet. It doesn't, you don't have to go crazy long, but just pace yourself, go through each bullet. I like to look directly into the camera, into the webcam or my phone camera. Again, not at the screen, not at myself, but look at the lens and teach without looking at the chat. When I'm getting to the end of those points, then I like to move into a time of Q&A. And you can say this at the beginning, like, hey, if you want to, if you got some questions at the end of my content, I'm gonna teach you just a few minutes. At the end of the content, I'll open it up for questions so you can get them at least mentally prepped for that. But at the end, this is step five, if there are people on, you can enter into Q&A. And the way you do Q&A is you don't just say, hey, any questions? It's too broad, right? You have to A, lead them a little bit, and B, give them some time to formulate the question in their mind. So when you wrap up, you say, and that's those are the three points on how we do X, Y, and Z. So now I'd love to, if, if you're interested, I'm happy to open it up for questions. So you plant the idea in their mind. And if you have any specific questions on any of the points we talked about, if any of it doesn't make sense, in fact, where are you in your X, Y, and Z journey? Have you started building your audience? Have you been investing in stocks? If so, great, tell me about it. If not, why? You start to give them leading questions. And all of this is giving them some time to think. It's also giving time for the, the delay in your streaming, right? When you stream, you'll say it live, but it's gonna be delayed a few seconds, sometimes five seconds before they see it. And then they're gonna have to type into the chat and then you're having to wait for their chat. So it's kind of awkward. So you wanna say you're moving into Q&A, so they're mentally transitioned. Sort of buy some time by saying, if anyone has any questions on X, Y, and Z, Offer some leading questions to give them some ideas of what to ask, all the while looking at the chat window to see if there's any questions that come in. And if you get one or two or three, sure, 
answer the questions, and when you answer them, look back to the lens. Look directly into the lens, not on the screen, not at yourself. Look at the lens and answer those questions. Even while you're waiting for questions, point people to your lead magnet a second time. Tell them, and if you haven't already downloaded it, I mentioned this at the beginning of the live, but download the free guide below on how to X, Y, and Z. This is why it's awesome. This is why you need it. Because A, people have forgotten. B, people have joined after the facts they won't have seen or heard you pitch the lead magnet at the beginning. And D, I don't know what letter I'm on, you, you always pitch your lead magnet as many times as you possibly can because it's the most important reason for you while you're on there. You are there to build your email list. You are there to put people in your email funnel because statistically, if you've set it up right, it will convert and that will put money in your pocket. So mention your lead magnet again while you're waiting for questions to come in. If no questions are coming in or you sense the questions are over or you just had one good question, then wrap it up. Thank you so much for hanging out. If you are catching this on the replay, I always tell them if you're watching this on the replay, answer, leave your questions below in a comment. I'm gonna be engaging with the comments over the coming days and weeks, so I'd love to continue to help serve you and answer your questions there. So leave me a comment, I'll be diving in. That en encourages people to actually comment if it's not live, because they know you won't be able to answer the question in the video, and it'll tell them that, hey, you're still around, you're still paying attention, and you still wanna engage. And then guess what? Final step, engage with the comments after the fact. An hour after, the next day, the day after that, a week after, just pop in periodically and see if there's any new questions. Like the, the comments, heart the comments, engage, thank people for coming, answer their questions. All of this helps the YouTube algorithm because the more engagement your video has, the higher they rank you as well because they want engagement, they want relevancy, and that's how you can do that. If you have lots of comments and, and you're responding to comments, it shows that your, your content is relevant and YouTube likes that. So in review how to structure your lives. Pick a time and promote it to your list and on social so people will show up ahead of time. Have one topic with three main bullet points, three main teaching points. Offer your lead magnet at the beginning and at the end of the live and write it in the description below so people can just click on the link. Um, they don't have to like type it into a browser ideally, although that won't work on social. But if you have it in your bio, people can click on your bio and do that. Four, begin teaching right away after you intro people and welcome them and pitch the lead magnet. Think of the replay. Don't do it just to the live. Structure it for the replay and get right into the meat so you don't leave people hanging. Five, end with live Q&A. If there are people on, give them time to think of a question while you pitch your lead magnet again and give them some leading questions so it's easier for them to come up with a question. And then finally, number six, engage with comments after the fact. If you do these six things, your lives will be less awkward for you, less awkward for them, and they will be really, really informative, helpful, and they'll be really good for email list growth and business growth. Trust me, live video is working really, really well. When you can pitch your lead magnet live, people really believe in it, and you can talk about it more. You can even answer questions about your lead magnet there. That personal live connection is huge, and it really converts well. So there it is, my friend. Live video, I think, is going to be the platform moving forward, especially right now in the middle of this craziness, to really push your brand forward. And I really think it's gonna be the easiest way for you to create more content. I feel like I have no problem creating content. I could do this all day, but live video is even easier than this. Live video is great. I'm gonna to continue to do live video and just pepper it into my content rhythm right now because it adds value, it grows my email list, and it's 
frictionless just about for me. So it's a great easy way for me to grow my brand, both brands during this season. If you haven't already, download my 30-day online income jumpstart at grahamcocker.com slash jumpstart because it walks you through a four-week process that involves live video and gives you a structure for how to use live video and how to turn that into a paid offering and what that all looks like. So if, if you're like, this is great in theory, and I think I can do some live videos, but I don't have a business built yet. How do I move from just live video into making some money? This guide will tell you how to do it. And it's very specific. It's very checklist oriented. There's not a lot of like stuff you have to read. It just tells you what to do. I try to make it as streamlined and as fast as possible. Again, it's a four week and a four week step-by-step checklist to go from literally having no audience and no platform, no website even, to making money in 30 days. Just click the link below if you're watching on YouTube or go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart if you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Also, if you wanna just help me out, hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel on YouTube or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show, helps out my brand, get in front of more people. And look, I'm just trying to help as many people as possible. I've been on the online business train for a few years now teaching people because I believe in it. It's changed my life, my family's life, the lives of my uh, family members that I've been teaching how to do this and friends. But I feel like I'm on a personal mission to help people unlock their hidden potential, add value to the world, and make a good living doing that. If you want other people to see this material, you can share it directly with your friends, of course, but even liking it and subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts really helps this material show up in more places. It means a lot. Hope you're having a great and safe week. I will see you on another episode real soon. 